What's up, everybody, and welcome into Tuesday Wrestling Tuesday. I'm Jonathan Hood. Happy New Year to you and your family. Thanks so much for tuning in and downloading the podcast, whether it's on the ESPN Chicago app or Spotify, SoundCloud, Stitcher, wherever you download this podcast. Thanks so much for your support over the years for Tuesday Wrestling Tuesday. Well, before the pandemic, the one thing for sure we always knew is that there was so much independent wrestling across the country, around the world. And it reminds me of the territory days where it's about 40 plus places for wrestlers to be able to not only get in the ring and perform, but also make a really good dollar making some money. And so the pandemic happened and so many organizations shut down. Sure, there's the WWE and AEW. Sure, there's Impact Wrestling and there's so many other organizations across North America and around the world like New Japan Pro Wrestling and uh, so many shows across the world. But there's nothing like independent wrestling in your backyard where you feel like you can go right to an arena, going to a gym, go to a baseball field or football field and see your favorite wrestling company. Because that was the case back in the day, and it is right now for 2021 and for the future. That's the hope, right? So I will tell you the story. I'm in a meeting at ESPN 1000, and I'm just chilling in the meeting, and I'm just going through my phone. And as the meeting goes on, I see this story pop up on KentuckySportsRadio.com. So Craig Greenberg, along with Matt Jones, a name I know, Matt Jones from Kentucky Sports Radio. He also is a host on ESPN Radio. They have purchased majority interest in Ohio Valley Wrestling, OVW. What a growing legacy that OVW has had over the years. It is run currently by Al Snow. We haven't heard a ton about Ohio Valley Wrestling uh, since Danny Davis, the previous owner, owned it. But we knew that OVW was in operation. Well, now it's under new ownership. And I just think this is great. For those that are not familiar with OVW, that's the place where The Miz and CM Punk and Bautista and Cody Rhodes and Brock Lesnar and John Cena, Kane, and so many others wrestled at Ohio Valley Wrestling going back to 1993. Even before there was Ohio Valley Wrestling, there was the USWA. Well, as I'm going through my phone in this meeting, I'm like, I got to go. Because I need to talk to Matt Jones. Matt Jones has been a guest on the Chicago's College Tailgate Show. I host with Chris Black and Adam Abdallah. And because he, when he when it comes to Kentucky sports, he is the foremost authority when it comes to Kentucky sports in the SEC. So I said, Matt Jones, that same Matt Jones from Kentucky Sports Radio. Yeah, he is one of the co-owners now of Ohio Valley Wrestling. And I had no idea that Matt was even a wrestling fan. But apparently he goes back to that time of the USWA in his territory. He is from Kentucky. So he knows the lineage of wrestling in that area, that Memphis area, that Memphis and Nashville, Lexington, Louisville, that run that Memphis wrestlers would go in on a daily basis, like a weekly basis. Day after day after day, they would wrestle the same loop for Jerry Jarrett and Jerry Lawler in that Memphis area. And then the USWA did the same thing. They had a lot of travel in that particular area. Well, I'm very happy for my friend Matt Jones. I reached out to him moments ago from Ohio Valley Wrestling, the co-owner. We asked him his thoughts on why this has come together now and some other questions about Ohio Valley Wrestling. Matt Jones 
from KentuckySportsRadio.com and ESPN Radio, my guest on Tuesday Wrestling Tuesday. Please tell me how this all came together. Well, so, uh, you know, Ohio Valley Wrestling has been, as like you said, a long history. I mean, it goes back, wrestling in Louisville goes back forever to the USWA days. And then OVW came a promotion that really rose and was the developmental ground for the WWF for a number of years. So John Cena, Brock Lesnar, Randy Orton, Batista, The Miz, CM Punk, they all basically did training here. And... You know, in recent years, it's it's it lost the affiliation with the WWE, and, and in recent years, they've gone down quite a bit. And then Al Snow, a couple of years ago, sort of took over running it and was able to really uh, build the build the the product back, and it's and it's in a much stronger place. And I just thought it was a good time to maybe take it to a wider audience. And you know, we we've been successful with KSR, Kentucky Sports Radio and uh, some of the ESPN stuff. And I just thought that it would, that now is a great time for independent wrestling and it's a chance to sort of bring it to a wider audience. And then on the developmental side, Al Snow, in my opinion, is the best wrestling teacher in the country. Mm-hmm. And the Al Snow Wrestling Academy, uh, a chance, I think, to become the premier wrestling school in the country because we are able, we're fully accredited by the state, which brings, we're the only one of those schools in America that's accredited by the state, and that brings a lot of advantages that we're excited about. So it just seemed like a good opportunity. So for those of our younger fans that don't know, Matt, you know, uh, Louisville, Lexington, Kentucky, just a strong market for wrestling. You go back to Jerry Jarrett owning the Memphis Territory along with Jerry Lawler and those two putting together the towns and just going through the territory system. You know, Lexington and Louisville, along with Memphis and Evansville and Nashville, those are really, really strong towns for wrestling traditionally. And I remember my first time going to Rupp and just kind of taking it all in. And my color analyst, when we were doing the basketball for the UIC Flames, said, what are you looking at? I go, can you imagine twenty two or 23,000 people here in Rupp to see wrestling? on a regular basis or being at the Louisville Gardens to see wrestling on a regular basis and it's sold out every week or, or every other week. That just That's just amazing. That's why this all makes sense to me because of the, the history of the business being in that area. Yeah, I mean, during the old days, Memphis and Louisville kind of were the, the basis of, of the USWA. I mean, Louisville had a, had a show every Tuesday night. Memphis did the weekend, and if they were packed, I mean, the Louisville Gardens would have eight thousand people. You know, so there's a there's a strong history here in those days. Lexington was run by the father of the Macho Man and Lanny Poffo, and mm-hmm. they had uh, their own sort of organization there. So there's a rich history there. You know, as with all these organizations, when the WWF went national, everything changed, but. You know, here locally, OVW has remained a presence and has a strong fan base in Louisville. And part of my goal was to make it sort of followed intently outside of the city of Louisville to the rest of Kentucky. And I don't see any reason why 
you know, Ohio, in southern Indiana, West Virginia, even Knoxville, Tennessee, why those can't be part sort of our region of our region. This is the best time for independent wrestling since the eighties, I think it's fair to say. Like it's because of the internet, because of sort of the monopoly that WWE had for a long time. Obviously AEW is, has affected that, but because of that, there's just a real potential to have success on on these smaller circuits. And OVW has a TV deal. Most most of these wrestling organizations do not. OVW has a wrestling school at- uh, attached to it. Most of these organizations do not. And they also have accreditation, which no one else has. So I think it's really positioned to be able to have success, and I hope to help make that happen. Matt Jones, one of the majority co-owners of Ohio Valley Wrestling with me, Jonathan Hood, on Tuesday Wrestling Tuesday on ESPN 1000 and the ESPN Chicago app. You mentioned Al Snow. If anyone is a wrestling fan, you know how important Al Snow is to wrestling, not just in the ring, but as you mentioned, behind the scenes as a trainer. Does this come together without Al Snow being part of it? Well, the Al's huge because... You know, look, I, I, I love wrestling, but, but part of what you have to do is have a business model that succeeds, right? Mm-hmm. And the thing that makes this so attractive is Al's, Al's involvement, especially with the Wrestling Academy. I mean, you know, listen, there are a lot of places people can go learn to be a wrestler, and some of them are very good and some of them are not. And it's very difficult to sort for people to figure out what's legit, what's not. But when you have Al Snow, who is, you know, has taught a lot of these folks that are really making it now. He was, he was one of their teachers back in the day. You know, for people my age, we watched him on Tough Enough, the MTV show. He was the main sort of teacher then. So to have him involved was crucial for me on the teaching end and then on the product end because people know who he is. You know what I mean? I mean, like, a lot of you, your listeners, most of them don't know who I am. So, like, why would you care what I'm doing in wrestling? But you do know what Al's knows, who, who he is. So, he was a, a massive part of it, and I, he's great to work with. I think he's going to be I, – I think he's going to not only help this thing continue to grow, I want to give him credit for getting it to a place. I mean, a couple of years ago, it was really not in good shape. And he got it to a place where now – we can take it to another level, and, and he deserves all the credit for that. And he's kind of why this is now able to potentially happen. Yeah, before this, um, you know, when Danny Davis wanted to retire, there was a little bit of a lull there. But I, but I've been reading before your ownership that Al Snow had been picking things up, which is really a positive for this company. No, he definitely had. And, you know, Danny. Danny also did a great job here for a number of years. I mean, he he. He really, this was his baby forever. Um, but, you know, it, it needed a shot in the arm, and Al gave it that. And so, you know, fast forward to now, it, it's really become what we hoped, that the product is very good. But, you know, it doesn't really matter if a product if people aren't seeing it. Mm-hmm. And I think with some of our marketing and some of our ability to reach a large audience, we can make it to where uh, more people are able to see it. Matt, I think this is great timing because you mentioned how independent wrestling is is the closest thing to the territory system that we've seen in a long time. You mentioned USWA and that, you know, between that and Memphis and working together, that was an interesting time in the business in the uh, late 80s, early 90s. But you're right. This is a great time because 
once we're on the other side of this pandemic, once we're on the other side of this, people are going to get out and they want to be able to see as much as they can. So why not come to wrestling, right? Especially if it's in your backyard. Yeah, I think that's another. I mean, that's another big part of it. Is I think people are going to really be desperate for live events. I mean, you know, when you don't have something for a long, long time, I think people are going to want it. I think they're going to want it. Their communities, and, you know. Uh, uh, so I do think that that's, that's a big part. And the other thing is, look, the, the business model for the major organization uh, with the WWE has changed. I mean, they, in a per- they don't tour as much as they used to because so much of their profit now comes from the network and it comes from uh, the, the TV. And so they don't have the need to do it as much. And that's where I think peak places, and I think this has been a big part of the boom of independent wrestling, is that it has filled that void. And we hope to do that as well. Um, you know, Jim Ross always talks about the two T's in wrestling. If you're going to be successful, it's talent and TV. And though that's a, that's a young system that you have in Ohio Valley, mixed with some veterans, I'm sure, that'll come. You mentioned the TV piece. I know YouTube's part of it, Roku as well. What, do you, what are your plans to try to expand the awareness of Ohio Valley? Because... You know, different different from the territory days, you well know, Matt, a lot of territories didn't have nationwide TV or, e- TV or even regional TV. So what are you looking at for the future with that? Well, I mean, we first of all, I want to be able to, we're on some stations in Kentucky. I want to be able to continue to expand that so that we're on in every single place in the state. Mm-hmm. And then I'd like to go out in the region. Like I said, Southern Indiana with Evansville, that's a market that has always been rich for wrestling. I don't see any reason why Ohio, basically from Columbus down, maybe even Akron down. Same thing for uh, for for West Virginia and Tennessee. I mean, those are all areas that I think are underserved. And then nationally, you know, right now we're on YouTube TV. We like that. Uh, partnership. I think there's going to be more opportunities to continue to grow. And in the internet era, you know, a lot of stuff can be done through through the thing I, I know pretty well, which is viral marketing. And I think we'll be able to make some of that happen. But it's really a two-tier thing. I want to make it to where it is the biggest product in Kentucky. And as that happens, then you get more and more national notice. I think what ends up happening with the organizations that fail if they don't sort of understand what their goal is, they try to do too much too soon or even too little, we're going to try to do both at the same time. Make sure that we are taking care of our base in Kentucky while slowly then finding other outlets to expand. Uh, Matt, you know the wrestling writers that are listening to the show is going to want me to ask you this question. So are, are, as they say in wrestling parlance, you write in the TV, brother? You gonna write the TV? <laughs> well, I'm not. Listen, I'm not. Uh, I'm not a booker, so I'm not writing the TV. I mean, I, I think. Listen, Al knows what he's doing there, and yeah. I, I'm Al's still going to be doing that. I, you know, we, we will probably try to to sort of have a little bit of the flair for my audience there uh-huh. and give them some stuff. And you know, I have connection through a lot of my sports work with personalities that when they're in town for a UK or U of L game. If I can find a way to make them part of it, I will. Um, but I'm, you know, you got to know what you know and what you don't know. And I know marketing and I'm, I know business. I don't know how to write wrestling. So I'm not going to sit here and tell the person who's awesome at it how to do it. So you got to know your lane and that's my lane. But, uh, but no, for people who like me and who follow us, they'll see, they'll see parts of what we do 
but overall, it's it's Al Snow's uh, baby, and that's what I want it to be. The other the other question that that the wrestling writers and fans are going to know is like. Will you be involved uh, on the television? You know, there's, there's certain, certain parts of that state that don't like you very much, and they think you're a heel. I follow you on Clubhouse and Twitter. I, I know this. Listen, I, can't, I can't give up all the, uh, all the goods here, right? I'm oh, just saying, I, I've wondered for a long time what would happen if you had an angle that had a little Kentucky-Louisville flavor on it. It might be nice to test that one day. We'll have to wait. Matt Jones, you know that you'd be John Cena. You'd be half the arena would boo you and half the arena would love you. <laughs> That's what you'd be. Uh, listen, I, if I, it's a lot more fun to be a heel. I don't need people cheering for me. I want the boo. I get cheers on the radio show. If I'm going to beat him wrestling, I want the boo. So uh, we'll see what happens. Uh, Jim Cornette always says that heels have more fun. So that I guess that's the oh, case. Oh, yeah. Come on now. I mean, are, you, are you kidding me? Who wants... Like, Baby face is for people who need the uh, ego hit. Heel is for people who want to entertain. So. Right. <laughs> That's right. You know, you could have taken this money for Ohio Valley and just bought out the ca- contract for Calipari. You could have done that easily, right? Oh, yeah. I love Calipari. I'm not getting rid of Calipari. I'm trying to get Cal in the ring. That's what I need. I need to get, uh, <laughs> you know, hey, listen, one of the things I want to do is sort of integrate some of what happens in all this. I don't know. Cal probably won't, but, you know, I could see a day where UK's football coach Mark Stoops found his way to a ring. That that that, that, that kind of stuff can happen in this state. It's a weird, a different play. I think Mark would do it faster than Cal would because Mark is a little bit of a showman. I mean, he's out. What, after, well, Mark after, will do it. Yeah, after a game, didn't he? Wasn't he saying he's going to pour some wine and, and have a cigar after a victory? Didn't he say that to you on your on yeah, KSR? He said he was, uh, it was when they beat when they beat Tennessee. He came on my show and said. I'm I'm on the bus with a bourbon and a cigar, so you know you got <laughs> Well, I want everybody to support Ohio Valley Wrestling. This is uh, this is great. I was I was smiling ear to ear hey, when I heard this story. Let me say this to your listeners. Yes. Let me say this to your listeners. On Saturday night is our uh, it's our Royal Rumble is, and we are crowning a new champ because our champ Brian Pillman had just got signed. Uh, by AEW, and we wish him nothing but success. But we're 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 crowning a new champion Saturday night, and as part of this, I'm giving away the pay per view for free. So it's it's a chance for people to get to sample the product. You can go to ovwrestling.com, ovwrestling.com Saturday night at seven thirty. We'd love for people to check us out. That's at the Davis Arena, right? That's at the Davis Arena, correct. Okay, that that's going to be also also it's on the website. You're giving away a pay per view for free already. Hey, listen, man. You, you, we, 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 I'm here. I'm trying to be like Santa Claus. Listen, <laughs> you know, if we give it away, and ultimately the good will be paid back later in life. I believe in karma. So ovwrestling.com this weekend. All right. Well, Matt, you know what? I'm supporting you, and I'm going to have my, my Tuesday Wrestling Tuesday fans in Chicago support you as well. This is great. Um, congratulations to you, and we hope to talk again soon. All right. Sounds good. Professional wrestling, a sport driven by competition, heart, desire, and passion. You want me to scream, you want me to run, and I can't go on. 
always coming, but stop pumping. I was never nothing, no, no, not nothing. Never, never, never say never. Out from the dust got better. Fell up buried like a treasure. I will never give up. Done with the hiccups. I'm a man on a mission. A man with a vision when dreams come alive. Rips don't survive when I cross that line. Time will tell. This is my life. Since I was a boy, I've known that voice. Now I'm a man, I've made my choice. Today's stars, tomorrow's superstars.